What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Asin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Guiltless Pleasures. It is me, your host, as always, Mr. Bobby Asin, back for another week. I am very happy to say there has been a lot of news and drama recently in the pop culture world, so that gives me great excitement to get to our recap at the end. Now I will start out with my current guiltless pleasure. It actually started out as an accident. I just need something sometimes to put something on the background so I can mindlessly watch, that way I can type for my second job, which if you don't know, my second job is I work for a local tourism blog where I write mostly articles, well, only articles I should say, about Disney. And in the background, I decided to play old seasons of America's Next Top Model and I cannot stop watching and I now have to put on Bake Off shows in the background because America's Next Top Model is too interesting for me not to pay 100% attention to. And if you are ever bored and want to read my articles, you can always check them out on dvcshop.com. I feel like I've never listed that I write for them anywhere else before, but yes, that is my second job. But before we get into this week's main topic, I wanted to give some people who may not fully know me a little backstory. One year ago today, it was February 21st, I had my going away party with my closest friends because on March 3rd, I was going to be leaving Florida officially to become a flight attendant for American Airlines where I was in training in Dallas, Texas. My training began on March 3rd and I made it about three weeks until, you know, the whole COVID-19 big scare really came to America and we had our initial two-week shutdown. When this happened, I did not get to finish or graduate American Airlines training. Something to point out too is American Airlines does not pay you during training. You live in a hotel and they give you free food. So I was out of a job. I had just left Disney. I worked at Disney for seven years full-time I just went seasonal the March 3rd, so it was a big letdown in that sense, but also keep in mind, we thought, okay, well, we had an email saying training should begin earliest by June. Obviously, June rolled around. That didn't work out for me, and I was very lucky enough to go back to a company I had previously worked for, which is a wonderful nonprofit organization called Give Kids the World. We partner there with many different foundations and organizations to get children to fulfill a wish that are kids who have critical illnesses and we give them a one-week all-inclusive vacation, meaning their rental car, their food at their resort, their tickets to the theme parks are all included. It is absolutely amazing. And Give Kids the World is located here in Central Florida where I currently live. And if you want to find out more information or volunteer and check out the place yourself, just head to G K 
GiveKidsTheWorld.org, which stands for GiveKidsTheWorld.org. My original goal was to work here until I was called back for American Airlines, and in, I would say, about November, I was told that we would get a new training date for American Airlines for this summer to come back, and that I would get my start date come January 2021, and January 2021 has passed, and there has not been an update so clearly things are still up in the air but here's the drum roll for the exciting news is i have still decided to move to new york city yes you're hearing it here first new york city and i know people immediately are like wait what do you have a first job lined up are you waiting for american how are you going to pay rent all these different things But what I want to say to all of that is I have a plan. I am not going blindly to New York. I am going to be moving with one of my best friends, Ricky Reyes, who I have lived with before for over a year in the past at Windermere K here in Orlando, Florida. And what I think is very ironic is when I came here for the initial two-week quarantine, we watched all of Sex in the City and Real Housewives of New York together, not knowing this would be our future. And one day I just called Ricky out of the blue and I said, hey, I think we should move to New York and just just do it. I mean, why not? What's holding us back? And Ricky was like, you know, I don't really think so. This may not be the right move. Like I was thinking of moving to LA And then the next morning, I woke up to text messages from Ricky saying, oh my God, I really thought about it and I think this is the right choice and I really think we should do this. And I think we should move there in the spring. So here we are, it is currently February and I can officially say March 28th, I have my flight booked to New York City. I will be going with my mother and Ricky We have a hotel for seven days and the hopes that we will be able to find an apartment within one week, sign the paperwork, and be able to move in. So you guys are getting an exclusive look at my future. I haven't even told my dad yet because so far I have just told work, my roommates, and my friends that have been through this whole experience with me from day one of my training to where we currently are now. So... This is very big new news, and I could not be more excited. I think people, when they hear this immediately, are thinking, oh my god, what are you going to do for work now? And the reality is, I will figure it out. There are jobs still available in New York City. New York City is still operating, yes, at a very different, different scale, but I know I can make the best out of any situation And what I tell myself is, one year ago, in April, I was supposed to be in New York City. I will be in New York City one year from the date that I was supposed to get there, and that feels right to me. And the way I know it's meant to be is because it is the same day as Lady Gaga's birthday, and it's a full moon. So what other signs could I possibly need that March 28th is the best time to move? 
Side note, I have to acknowledge that it is currently 11.11, so let's take a quick pause to make a wish. Alright, back to the conversation. I have always wanted to live in New York City. I have always been scared on how to get there, when to get there, and the real answer is there's never a right time to up and change your life. I was trying to go to New York City the safe way, which was through American Airlines because I knew I could get an apartment with a crash pad so I could live cheaply and get by and figure out, is this what I want to do? Is this where I want to live my for like the rest of my life? But what I do know is something I remind myself, and it is that when I was in elementary school, I went from Baltimore, Maryland for the day to New York City with my cousins, and I remember being at a McDonald's on Times Square crying because I did not want to leave. I remember saying, I never want to leave here. I want to stay. I want to stay. And just being in hysterics. I mean, of course, I was crying very much because I was a little kid. But I was so in love with New York City immediately that I never wanted to leave. And I knew I was never going to get enough. And I have been so lucky that since then, my mom and I have gone almost every year we always made a trip to see musicals together, and I have so many beautiful memories with my friends and family in New York City that I am excited to create my own life there and to create new stories and to live my dreams, I guess, in this COVID version of the world. So yes, that was this week's main topic in the big news I wanted to share with you guys before even some of my family members find out. And I just want to point out that I do not hate Florida in any way. I have loved living here. I have loved growing up here since 2006. There are so many beautiful places here that I still have yet to explore, but Florida is a great state so people can stop shaming Florida TBH, besides the fact that they don't follow many COVID restrictions. But enough about me, it is time to talk about everyone else. And yes, that means it is time to start with our pop culture recap. I have to start out with the Kardashians. So much has happened this week with the Kardashians, actually. Kim Kardashian West has filed for divorce officially against Kanye West. Can't say that we are shocked. But I can say is that I am very shocked it took so long to get here. Man, but I am super happy as long as it is going after Kim's happiness and freedom. It seems that it's going to be a simple divorce because they are following their prenup. So it should be an easy split, which I think is amazing to hear because it's always bad for the kids in the future to hear the fights and struggles their parents had when making decisions when it came to their divorce. I will say when it comes to the show, I am very uh, behind <laughs> and I'm kind of just waiting for it to come on Hulu with no ads because the beginning of the season was very lacking of entertainment, but there is some recent drama with the Tristan and Chloe relationship. They are 
doing well recently and now someone posted on social media a picture of Tristan and said so is Kylie allowed to be friends with Jordan again meaning because if they can forgive Tristan can they forgive Jordan and Chloe actually responded to this fan and said I am so sick and tired of this narrative that I control my sister or I dictate who she chooses to surround herself with never once have I ever and I mean all caps ever told my sister who she can be friends with she is an adult who can do whatever she wants to do I will support her in anything and everything she wants to do I love my sister unconditionally that means regardless of who she chooses to be friends with, I will always love, respect, and value my sister unconditionally. She is my life partner, and I will always respect what she chooses. By the way, I have no ill feelings towards anyone. Truly, my heart carries no hatred at all unless you actually know what you are talking about. Respectfully, shut the fuck up. So, there you have it, everyone. It is really interesting to see Kylie and Jordan still not being friends. I mean, when we watched the show Life of Kylie, the whole entire show was just about Kylie and Jordan's friendship. It ends with them getting married. So I think still down the line, there is hope for Jordan and Kylie to be friends, but it's still not the time. But on another Kardashian note, Kourtney Kardashian has gone a instagram official with travis barker and i will say that before she dated him i had never heard of him so good for them they seem to be very happy together and we do know that recently lisa renna's daughter yes lisa renna from real housewives of beverly hills's daughter has now met scott disick's children and courtney's children and so things must be going pretty well if she is meeting the kids, meaning Amelia and Scott's relationship must be doing well. I did forget to mention though that Chloe has confirmed her and Tristan are still not engaged, so that is a false rumor. And we do know now that Kris Jenner is in the works to create her own beauty line, so maybe she can follow in her daughter's footsteps. Now, going from the Kardashians, let's talk about the woman who created them. Yes, Miss Paris Hilton, who just turned 40 and got engaged. So congratulations, Paris. You deserve it, and you deserve all the love there is to offer. I am also super excited to say that, yes, February 22nd was the debut date for This Is Paris, so you can listen to it now after listening to this podcast. Her first podcast is talking all things about her engagement for the first time, which is very smart to get viewers to listen. But I want to mention that I was very surprised to hear in this that Paris Hilton says that even at the age of 40, she has never used filler and that she has only used good skincare and the good skincare routines since she was seven years old which is why she has no wrinkles and how she's been able to prevent getting filler or Botox thus far. And all I can say after hearing that is I better have the same skin as Paris Hilton at age 40. Speaking of being 40 and 
having nice skin, let's move into The Real Housewives. This week we have learned that The Real Housewives of New York star Luann Deceps has talked about being sober while filming this entire season of Real Housewives of New York. I am very glad to see that she is doing what she thinks is best for her to film during this season. We know the previous seasons that she has allowed herself to drink every once in a while, but I do think this decision is all on her, and I'm glad to hear that she thinks she's doing the best next thing for herself. Additionally, we now have official news that Bethany Frankel is dating Paul Burnin again, and we also have heard big news that Bethany is sending so much aid to Texas right now, which is no surprise because she is always after any disaster, whether it's in America or different countries, Bethany Frankel is there on the front lines helping any way she can, and that is truly why she will always be one of my favorite housewives. There's no denying that. In big housewife news, Real Housewives of Atlanta finally has gotten the drama it needed. It is at the turning point of the season. We just got to see Cynthia Bailey's bachelorette party, where we are supposed to believe that Tanya and Portia Williams had a threesome with Bolo, who is the stripper that Candy Burris has hired for Cynthia's bachelorette party. Something that is very upsetting though, I mean it's good for us as an audience, but if I was part of this party and someone like Kenya was trying to out everything that happened when they said no more cameras, I would be very upset because I actually don't know what really happens at a bachelorette party. I don't know if you're supposed to actually have sex with the stripper or not, but I don't think you do. But I do find it interesting because I always thought it was the thing that everyone knew to not say what happened outside of the bachelorette party. That's like an unknown or unsaid thing, right? Am I wrong? Like, why expose any information? You don't hear what the husband did at the bachelor party, so why tell everyone what's happening at the bachelorette party? just does not seem like a good move for Kenya and I do respect Candy for saying only the words allegedly before talking about any situation of that night and I think it should stay that way some things are meant to stay private that's why you see the girls tell the camera crew okay you had enough footage we're gonna start the rest of the bachelorette party now that the camera crew is gone and yes there are security cams and just additional cameras that are hung on the walls, but the housewives themselves have taken them down or pointed at them in a different direction. The only thing we could fully see on camera was Portia and LaToya making out. And yes, I know LaToya and Tanya are different people, but I believe that it is Tanya and Portia that are rumored to have the threesome which is why Tanya is very mad, and I think on the To Be Continued episode, we are going to find out she is going to lose her shit at dinner with Kenya. And we do finally see that Marlo and Kenya have set aside the differences and have decided to be friends. It's been over five or seven years of fights and tears, so to me, it's good to see them become friends, but at the same time, I'm like, no, you need to have Marlo at the defense of what's happening about the bachelorette party because right now 
Milo is agreeing to everything that Kenya is saying that has happened allegedly at this bachelorette party. But finally, we are really, really getting good, juicy drama that will affect the rest of the season and bring a good storyline to carry out the whole, I guess, the whole season. Yeah, finally. We finally are getting the drama we needed, and the views were out the roof for this episode, so congratulations to the girls from Real Housewives of Atlanta for delivering the drama. Speaking of delivery, I have to segue into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We got to see the girls' looks for this current, or I should say upcoming season, and they are here to kill us with their looks. Like, oh my god. I think for sure my favorites are going to be Dorit and Erica when it comes to the clothes and the glam so far for this new season. And I am so excited. I'm really excited to see Kathy Hilton come in and see what kind of drama she gets to bring into the show. But as I speak about drama coming in, I want to talk about drama coming out of Real Housewives, which leads to my next subject which is going to be the news or the alleged news that we can only guess is that Brandy is going to be leaving Real Housewives of Dallas. This week, Brandy had posted on Instagram a post that says the following. Today, I pray that life brings each of you happiness and in prayer, which is from John 28, and she says, I prayed that the baggage of mistakes, feeling rejected, used, and unworthy are no longer tied to anyone's soul. I am choosing to set myself free and lean into Jesus, and I pray you'll join me if you too have these desires. We are worth happiness, grace, love, compassion, and so much more. Stay strong and believe in yourself because God always believes in you and is with you. I also want to thank you all for being a part of my journey these past few years. I have loved sharing my life with you, but sometimes things come to an end. The best kind of ends are happy ending, and I choose happiness. Sending you all love and prayers. Okay, I know it's supposed to be religious, but I'm dying laughing how she says that things come to an end, and that the coming to an end is all about happy endings, which to me just reminds me of, like, sexualness, like, this, I don't know, I... And that's not her point, but I think of a happy ending, like, you know what I mean. Like, a happy ending at your massage. Uh, Stephanie also posted an Instagram picture with a collage of their photos saying, Friendship is a lot like peeing your pants. Everyone can see it, but only you can feel the warm feeling inside. So, here we go. I think this is definitely the sign that Brandy is leaving Real Housewives. She has had a really hard year with her parents dying in a car crash, and I am glad that she has found peace and some way but i will be so sad so many people are against team brandy but i love brandy and real housewives it's going to just leave stephanie as an og but i am glad that she's doing whatever is going to make her happy in the long run and i hope this means that if we do get a replacement it's going to be the other carrie and i kind of hope that this season we lose Carrie, the one we have currently, because she has been so mean and such a bully. I don't agree with everything that Deandra has done or said, but man, Carrie will not let up, and this whole season has just become about Carrie's birthday. And looking back at the past season, 
my friend Nick really reminded me, and so did his boyfriend Steven, that Carrie has actually always been a bully. And if you look at Deandra and Carrie's friendship, Carrie was kind of pushing it on the bully train. Think about when Leanne had the dress that could be used in many ways. Carrie used it to bully, but Deandra just used it as a light joke, which she got trapped in the same, you know, bad rap because Carrie meant it in a malicious way. Also, I want to say a fun fact that the OG Carrie, I had sent a Christmas card to Brooke Varney, and I hope she keeps it forever. And I think that was the true Christmas miracle of two years ago. So hopefully 2021 gets better and Carrie Duber comes back to Real Housewives of Dallas instead of just giving us a cameo every once in a while. Now my last update would be on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City part two of the reunion. I found that the reunion itself was kind of lackluster compared to the first season besides the fact that Lisa kind of lost her shit and just accuses Heather of being a completely different person or fake person. The most shocking thing I found was that Mary Cosby admitted that there is nothing in writing or any proof that her grandmother would have wanted her to marry her, well, like ex or whatever kind of grandpa you want to say, basically meeting her grandpa. That was a little shocking, but... I mean, good for you, sis. All right, it is back to the rest of our pop culture recap without only talking about The Real Housewives. So I'm going to go through this pretty fast now. I want to talk about that I had no clue that Emma Stone was even pregnant. Uh, we have a commercial that came out this week for Cruella DeVille, or the movie just is called Cruella, and it looks very interesting. People are very upset saying, oh, like we can't like sympathize with a person who kills dogs like whatever people are mad that it looks like the joker movie or that it's about mental illness or whatnot who knows what's actually going to happen what this movie will be like i'm excited because it's just a movie it's not going to affect my real life so let's move on people and the real sad news we do know that mr big and hobbs will not be returning to sex in the city and just like that which is the spinoff or reboot you could say of sex in the city that is very sad to hear i guess that all the women are going to be divorced or their men are going to be just mysteriously gone or dead who knows what's to come but in good news christine quinn from selling sunset one of my netflix favorites is officially pregnant continuing on the good news Rihanna's Fenty fashion line is now worth $1 billion, so congratulations to bad girl Riri. Claire Crawley and Dale Moss are allegedly back together after being seen in Venice, Florida, so who knows if they're back on or they're back off or just trying to get some attention on TV. And we do know that on Dancing with the Stars that the dancer Gleb Shavakino, I'm sure I just messed up his last name, Savich Hinkono, I cannot say it to save my life, is calling for same-sex partners on Dancing with the Stars, saying I would love to do it, but it would have to be with the right partner. I think this would be a great idea, honestly. And the last good news I have for the week, actually two things, is the first being that 
Samara Weaving, or Samara Weaving, once again, I cannot say the name of anyone, is going to be cast as Holly Madison for a TV series, which will be based off of Holly Madison's book, Down the Rabbit Hole, which I couldn't be more excited for. I love everything Holly Madison. She is such a sweetheart. I know people who have worked with her in real life, and just from my interactions with her on social media, I have always known that she is super, super sweet, so I'm super excited to hear about that, and I hope the show gets picked up and we get more than a pilot because she is such an amazing story to tell. My last pop culture update, which I find is good news, is the actor who plays Aaron Samuels, known as Jonathan Bennett, has accidentally posted a picture of his schlong on Instagram, and it is in the reflection of his coffee cup, which says, good morning, and it is quite literally and physically a big surprise. And that is it for this week's pop culture podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You can find me on any social media platform from TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Bobby Asin. All my accounts have a link tree attached so you can find the Instagram or Twitter account for it, Guiltless Pleasures Podcast itself, or to my own personal social media. And on that note, everyone, stay guiltless. Stay guiltless.